At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? The Bonus of Edmund Radio. Hope you're having a great day. This is an unbelievable Friday podcast. We got, obviously, the radio show upcoming, which I think you'll love. Um, And of the names you will hear, or you will hear speak, right? Marshall Falk, you'll hear. Um... Also, if you listen to this podcast, it rolls in the radio show. Uh, you'll hear Sean Payton. Uh, Kirk Cousins will join us on the podcast. Is that right, Kirk Cousins? That's right. Who else do we got? Just got to go through uh, the Hall of Famer, or not close to being Hall of Famer, or wasn't voted in as a Hall of Famer. All right, let me start with. Let me start right here. Antonio <laughs> Gates is going to join us. Okay, and I don't know how much people spend time in it. I usually don't give a shit about who Hall of Fame, who gets in, and who doesn't get in. Has it doesn't really have anything to do with him being a charger. I just I, I gotta understand. Somebody's gotta help me understand this one. Okay, help me understand this one. The beauty to Antonio Gates and now guys coming up into the Hall of Fame is I was alive. I was alive and covering sports 
or playing sports to know it existed. And look, if any argument you can make about Devin Hester, for example, being in the Hall of Fame, the only argument is like, hey, man, he's the best punt kick returner ever. Great. Okay? That has value. So here's the thing. One, I don't actually think Devin Hester is the greatest punt and kick returner. I think part of it is he wasn't good at any other aspect of football. And so, yes, he was a great punt and kick returner, but a good portion of it was because they couldn't find any other way to use him. He wasn't a particularly good wide receiver. He also didn't play with the most inventive offensive minds, so that probably hurt him. Like, if he was with Kansas City, they probably, or San Francisco, we see him on jet sweeps and doing other stuff. But the point is, he didn't really have any other kind of purpose and use, and that had a lot of limitations to it. Antonio Gates was a, am I reading this correctly? One, two, three, four, five. Five time All Pro? Three time First team All-Pro, okay? The All-Pro means you're one of the two best at your position in the entire NFL. He's 15th in touchdown receptions, okay? And he was a breakthrough tight end who had over 100 catches six times. It's not even fucking close! Antonio Gates not being in the Hall of Fame is the most laughable, stupid fucking thing I've ever heard in my life because there's not a human being that can make a counter-argument. And the reason that he's likely not in the Hall of Fame is because he played for the San Diego Chargers. Let me let you in on how it actually works. Okay, You got a room full of 24 people, and I'm not talking about their level of accountability. I don't care. Okay, But the presentation is made by someone who covered said player from their hometown. So like a hometown, I don't know who they picked from San Diego, but you can't argue shit. Please don't ever argue in my favor. Like there isn't anyone on earth who didn't say, like at least for, and my, my argument for Hall of Fame is always like, hey, you got to be the best at what you do at your position for at least a year, if not two or three. Okay? At least a year, if not two or three. He was inarguably the best in the, in the sport for three years. Okay? And arguably the best in the sport for about five or six years in the NFL. He changed the way the position is played. And by the way, Tony Gonzalez, who played it just as well and played it maybe a little bit longer, right? That's the whole argument. But if you want to say, well, he didn't win a Super Bowl. Tell me when Tony Gonzalez won a Super Bowl. Didn't happen. Right? Didn't happen. So, again, any argument you could make, you're like, well, late in his career, he had the PED suspension. So did Julius Peppers. He got elected in the Hall of Fame. So I just, someone's going to have to explain to me how this is a really simple one. There are hard ones. Devin Hester's a hard one. He's a great kick returner. He wasn't a great football player, but it's a lot like a kicker or a punter. They're a specialist. And and the difference in kicker and punter is that you could go seasons without really making a play, whereas a kicker or punter, you have to do it every game to even be. So Devin Hester's a hard one. I get it. Okay. There are other guys that have been on the list a long time. They're hard. I get it. This was not hard. I, I just, I would challenge, and I, I didn't know I needed to do it, but I almost want to challenge myself to have everybody up this week. Just go, Antonio Gates, Hall of Famer? Yeah. Okay, so why is he in the Hall of Fame? And the argument against the Hall of Good as a Hall of Great is guys that get in who they don't get in the first five, six, seven, eight, nine times, then somebody slides them in. Like, well, then you weren't really a Hall of Famer. Antonio Gates was an easy one. 
Wasn't it, Jason? Was this hard? Especially compared to who's in the Hall of Fame. Correct. Deion Sanders' point this past year, there should be like a top tier for the real good ones and a bottom level. I think Antonio Gates would be in that top tier. Yes. And they don't let him in. Yes. Like, again, in our lifetime, I thought Tony was the best, but part of that is Tony's my friend. I grew up playing AAU basketball with him. But it was Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates. They were the best. They changed the position. And honestly, like Antonio Gates, the crazy part about it was, remember, he retired, came back, and was still awesome. They could still get him the ball. He couldn't run at all at the end. Could still get him the ball. So uh, I know he'll eventually get in. So it feels like, but it's just one of those. This one was easy. This one was a layup, and the voters missed the layup. All right, I got one other thing for you uh, in terms of voting. Last night was the NFL Honors Awards, and what they do is they release the, the voting, and Lamar Jackson's your MVP. And, look, I would tell you that if I was voting, it would be hard. It would probably be Lamar, uh, but I think Josh Allen, what he did the second half of the season, kind of single-handedly carrying the team, but also, like, he didn't turn it – he stopped turning the football over as much. I, I thought I thought Josh Allen deserved. And then Christian McCaffrey, to me, is the one niner. Who's, he's the best at his position, the best in the league at running back, and he's the most influential on the offensive side. Tyreek Hill is the other guy who I would have had. Those guys have the most value. And it's very subjective as to what you want. You know, like, yeah, Lamar had a good year. He didn't have the year he had a couple years ago. He's the MVP. They had the best defense. But he improved, and the team got better. I got no problem with Lamar Jackson being the MVP. But let's not act like you woke up and it was like you're not and unanimous. Everybody, every human. It's not like the, even the Antonio Gates thing where it's a, it wasn't a layup to pick him. But here's where we are in American media. This is Stephen A. Smith earlier today. Just wanted to say one thing. Yeah. That one vote against Lamaxon. Yeah. That jeopardizes why sports writers, people talk about how sports writers yeah. shouldn't be voting. Yeah. That was a stupid Not Homer right. vote by that individual, probably scared to go back in the locker room if he had voted against 100%. Josh Allen. That compromises everything. You have to be objective when you have a vote. And that writer, that writer was, I don't know who the hell it was, but that's an embarrassment. You're right about you know what's embarrassing? The fact that you couldn't spend 30 seconds, okay, and do any sort of research into who you're talking about. That's fucking... You want, you're want? you a journalist, Stephen A.? Let me explain to you. Okay? The guy's name is Aaron Schatz. Okay? Aaron Schatz is from Boston... He's from outside of Boston. Aaron Schatz started a website known as Football Outsiders. Football Outsiders. And Football Outsiders, it was not only a very popular website that was bought and then he left it last year. Okay? But Football Outsiders takes the, hey, we're not going to do it based upon what we feel. We're going to do it based upon the numbers. Not only that, but he actually wrote a column which any human being can click on, including Stephen A. or a production assistant can read, where he says, I know some people would think this is a little bit of a cold take, but here's why I think Josh Allen is the MVP. He supported. He did his job. What Stephen A. Smith is being allowed to do is undermining the fabric of everything in the media. The truth to what Stephen A. is saying is most sports writers, most sports reporters are scared to vote against Lamar Jackson. Why would that be, Jason Jason Stewart? 
Um, because they don't want to be the one person that didn't. Okay, and what happens if you're labeled, if you don't vote and, for and Lamar Jackson? From, I think from your experience, usually the race factors in. You're this. either a hater or a racist. Yeah. There, is no, there is no in between. You can't, and again, like, you can say whatever you want about Chat's opinion. You're allowed to. Say whatever you want, okay? But if you think he made it because it's a homer pick, well, he's not from Buffalo, he doesn't cover the Buffalo Bills. And if you think he made it because he doesn't like Lamar Jackson, he actually wrote a piece that is available for the entire world to see as to his logic and how he drew a statistical analysis and how he came upon the thought of Josh Allen should be the MVP. And oh yeah, by the way, just so we're aware, he had Dak Prescott number two, not Lamar Jackson number two. Like, Stephen A., what the fuck are you actually talking about? You called a guy a homer when he is doesn't work in Buffalo. You said he's. this is what's wrong. No, what's wrong with sports media is you won't actually do the work to find out who you're talking about when it's readily available right there in your computer. Okay? So when I call Stephen A. lazy, it's not because of anything other than the fact of if I were to tell you that you're going to do a job and you don't even have to research it, okay? You don't even have to research it. There are people that make $20 an hour. Their only job is to, hey, whatever, Stephen A., whatever you need. And all he has to say is, hey, man, who voted against? Remember, he stopped the show and said, hey, before we go on, take a listen to the cut one more time. Uh, could you guys play it for me? He stopped the show to make a specific point. I just want to say one thing. Yeah. That one vote against Lamaxon, yeah. that jeopardizes why sports writers, people talk about how sports writers yeah. shouldn't stupid. be voting. Yeah. That was a stupid... Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Uh, yeah, he called it stupid. Stupid homer vote. He called somebody stupid. And their vote was a homer vote. When they're not from Buffalo, they don't cover the Buffalo Bills. And if it's stupid, then why did he support it with data and a whole piece? You know what, it, you, know what you call somebody who has to do a job has people who will help them do their job, provide them with all the resources they need, and still willfully doesn't want any help, thinks they know more than everybody, and just wants to make it a point. It's called being lazy and entitled. That's what he is. And this is not a personal shot. Like, bro, he's been successful because he's found a way to captivate American audience. But the reality is that what Chats did doesn't undermine the fabric of people voting. What you've done is you've made it so that if you vote against whatever the minions, whatever we decide, what are we supposed to vote for today? If you do, okay, you're stupid, you're a homer. Okay? And wait till he finds out the guy's a white guy. Because then he's a hater and probably a racist. Right? He put oh, Josh Allen, it's got to be a racist. Right? Actually, no, he had Josh Allen one. He had Dak Prescott two. Um... He had Lamar on the list. He had Pat Mahomes on the list as well, right? Oops. But it just, it makes you furious as somebody who, like, that's, this guy becomes the end-all, be-all. He speaks for everybody in the media? And again, I'm not saying you're lazy other than all of this points to somebody being lazy. You stop the show. This is not an ad lib. It's not like, because I've done, you do live TV, you do live radio, you're going to speak out of your ass sometimes. You're not going to be able, you're running from show to show to show to show to show. He has PAs, okay? PAs is production assistance. 
not interns, paid people that will do anything. This is the same guy who, back when Hunter Henry was playing for the Chargers in our Monday Night Football, and he was doing a preview, he's like, man, Hunter Henry's going to have a big night tonight. Hunter Henry wasn't playing because he tore his ACL. But again, it's not that you're not intelligent. Stephen A's very bright. It's not that you're not talented. You're very talented. But when you have people that will help you and provide you the research and the data, and all you have to do is ask, you're either arrogant or lazy and probably both. All right, let's get to some of these interviews. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio, and it's an absolute honor and pleasure to have Randy Granishar uh, joining us, who was just elected, just elected, yes, into the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Finally. What, <laughs> wh- where were you, and, and take me through the call. Well, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, I got a call on a, Friday, on a Thursday, the Broncos called, and one of the media guys says, well, Mr. Penner, Greg Penner and Kerry Penner, the owners, uh, said they would like to talk to you tomorrow. Could you come in and explain to, you, explain to them why the Orange Crush was so good? I said, what, what, what was I going to say, no to the owners? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I said, yeah, my wife Beth and I will, will be there. And so we went on Friday, and Kerry... Uh, Greg Penner and Kerry Penner took us to their office, and we sat there, and I was explaining why the Broncos were Orange Chris defense pretty good. And then uh, all of a sudden, Greg got up and walked. Uh, to, we're going to go to this other room. I said, oh, well, okay. Well, my wife and I followed him. And then all of a sudden, we walk into this room, and there's like 25, 30 media people there congratulating and yelling and screaming and uh and then i hugged my wife because i i said beth we're in (laughs) so you know it's certainly been a a long time coming and but what an exciting time and then i looked to my right and there was a guy named tom jackson billy thompson who i we all played together and uh the broncos arranged for them to come help me celebrate so it was great People forget the old Mile High Stadium used to be oh, yeah. so incredibly loud. Yeah, well, incredibly and, uh, loud. Yeah, and uh, uh, the, the Phipps owners at that time, uh, they started that back in 1960. And, uh, you know, it went for a long, long time. And then, uh, you know, I just really feel blessed being part of that group. And John Ralston was a coach when he drafted me. And I tell people this that John Ralston drafted that whole orange crush defense through his in starting in 1972 and i i was chosen in 74 and that whole defense was chosen and then uh, all of a sudden and for the first time in bronco history we were winning more games than we had lost because the broncos always pretty much either broke even or lost games throughout 17 years and so all of a sudden we're in uh going to division playoffs against the uh, pittsburgh steelers and then we we beat them at Old Mile High, and then we played the Oakland Raiders at Ken Stabler guy and John Madden, and uh, we beat them, and then all of a sudden we're going, uh, and I, I got to say this, Super Bowl twelve. I don't even know how many years from Super Bowl twelve to Super Bowl 58. I don't have my calculator with me, but uh, it's been a long, long time, and uh, now having the opportunity to hopefully represent that orange crush defense so that their names are considered and uh you know getting some, a few of those guys in 
to the Hall of Fame. What was special about that defense? Other than the guys, in terms of was it schematically, what was different and unique that allowed you guys to be so successful? Well, uh, Joe Collier, our defensive coordinator, created that. And all of a sudden, because uh, I came in 74, and we were playing the defense, and then in a year or two, and we went to the, uh, what we everybody knows, 34 defense. And, uh, you know, he created that. And along with the defensive, other defensive coaches, and then all of a sudden, you know, our defense was getting recognition, and we were stopping, and win, we were helping our offense win some games. And uh, so a lot of that credit goes to Joe Collier and our other, the other coaches uh, for doing that because uh, that, was, that was brand new in the NFL. Everybody else played 43 defense, and all of a sudden this 34 defense comes along, and they didn't know how to, to block us and all those kinds of things. Well, and, and, but it was a learning curve for you as well, right? It's, an, it's a different defense that you had played, different defense than anybody had played. Yeah, well uh, – I can be honest, I learned a little bit because I played inside, not a 4-3 in college, so it was is very similar for me. And then as my four years at Ohio State and then coming to the Denver Broncos, my first or two years playing this 34 defense uh, was very familiar for me. See, I never played in a 43 defense, and even though I was considered a middle linebacker, so uh, uh a lot, a lot, a lot of thanks to Joe Collier and the defensive coaches for creating that defense. And then, you know, and I take more, more pride in that he created that short, uh, our short yardage defense. And I have always heard, even through today, that they, our opponents hated playing against our short yardage defense, third and one, fourth and a half, and all that, because uh, uh, I think we were the best team on a short yardage defense no matter where the offense was at on the field and so and that was that short yardage defense for me was uh, a lot a lot of fun uh, Randy when when you get up there in Canton and you deliver your speech um, who are the people who are most responsible for what you became as a football player well uh, I look back starting with my parents because uh, they were de- they were depression kids. My dad went to World War II, uh, came back from the war, started a grocery store in a little township called War uh, Champion, Ohio, is which is about 40, Young Warren Youngstown or Northeast Ohio, and uh, so he started that, and I started working in a grocery store when I was 11. So I knew the work ethic. I, I would be working there, and then uh, and then going to Ohio State. Uh, having that opportunity, and even when I was recruited, because see, I didn't even start playing high school uh, football till I was in ninth grade. We were out in the country, and I, I thought I was better in basketball in, as a high school guy. And so all of a sudden, uh, there were some schools coming around say, "Randy, we want you to come to our school." And my high school basketball coach and football coach helped mentor me and say, "Randy, you need to do this," because my parents, depression kids. Uh, we never talked about those kinds of things. Right, they thought you just go to work. Yeah, right? it, it was just work, work ethic, and take care of and earn the money, uh, all that. And then all of a sudden, uh, I get a, I was working at my dad's grocery store half a day after our high school. And uh, the principal called and said, Randy, uh, Coach Woody Hayes is here. He'd like to talk to you. Can you come up? I said, well, sure. And then I hung up the phone. 
And I asked my dad, who's Woody Hayes? Because <laughs> well, we never followed football. I didn't know anything about the Big Ten. Right. I, I knew about the Cleveland Indians and Cleveland Browns because my dad would take us once a year. He bought gro- his groceries for the store up in Cleveland, so they would give out right. to the distributors. And uh, so, you know, just, just having that experience and being very naive, I mean. I so, learned- so, so had you never been to a – Ohio State game before you played there? Like, did you visit? Oh, no. I, 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 nothing about college. So, so what was? What do you remember about the experience of the first time you walked into the shoe, and you're a member of the team? Well, uh, that was I, a gr- I, great experience. I can't imagine that, right? <laughs> yeah, and then this whole thing about Woody Hayes, and I, I learned about Woody Hayes in the Big Ten, and Ohio State's a pretty good team. Yes. Because I thought originally if I was going to go to college, I would go to a mid-America school, Bowling Green or Miami, sure. so I could play basketball and football. And so all of a sudden this Woody Hayes shows up, talks, and uh, uh, I end up going because of his influence. Uh, yeah, I know. I always know. He, I didn't know until then. He was talking. To, we went down to. The, uh, I went to the high school, and then we went down to my dad's grocery store, and they talked. And they never even mentioned my name. Woody, Woody, and my dad talked about World War Two. Then I realized that oh, he's recruiting the parents. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I was pretty naive back then, and uh, but. Uh, it's all worked out, and having this opportunity to now be the NFL Hall of Fame uh, is just a real blessing. Well, congratulations to you. I know it's a it, it's well earned, a long wait, but the wait I think yep. will be worth it when you're enshrined in Canton. Right. And I cannot tell you how much much an honor it is to talk with you. Yeah. Well, th- thank you very much. And just for you to know is I, I've waited 35 years, but I knew this was all God's God's plan. You turn 35 around, it's 53. My uniform number. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It all may, all may work. Rain, thanks so much for joining us. Right. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or... I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings pick six app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DOUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DOUG only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio and in any conversation of the greatest running backs of all time, Marshall Falk is on that list. Also, I would point out, and I, I don't, I'm sure he kind of agrees, he also kind of changed the position. Like, the way we see Christian McCaffrey play on Sunday is kind of a mirror of how Marshall Falk played. And he's here uh, for a much bigger cause I want to get to shortly, but in the in the short term, the Hall of Famer Marshall Falk joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Is that fair? Like, um, there, when when you and I grew up, the running back was what the quarterback is now, right? Your team was your running back, yep, right. But it was not as diverse a skill set as you had. Um, was that was that Mike Martz? Was that your partnership? Was that his beliefs? Or was that something that you kind of brought to the table? T- take me through kind of how you evolved the position of running back. Yeah, it was uh, it was a little bit before Mike Martz. Actually, the, the guy I have to give credit for it to was, uh, was Ted Marshall Broda. And Ted Marshall Broda was a part of, he was the offensive coordinator. For the, for the No, for the Buffalo Bills. Oh. The, the four straight the K- Super Bowl. When, when they had the K-Gun? Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of the things that I watched and a lot of the things that I did was things that Thurman Thomas did. And we kind of, because we didn't have the tight end at the time, he expounded my position with that. And then when I got with Mike Martz, this dude, he, how innovative he was and things he wanted to do was like, well, I've never done that before. Well, let's do it. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I take, help me out, though. I, I was told that the two things that Martz did that other people didn't were, one, the routes were a different length uh, than, than others. Um, and then two, and then the big one was he thought the biggest mismatch on a football field was as running back versus a linebacker. Right. And everything else was all kind of window dressing to get that mismatch. Yes. Is that fair? Exactly. So before, when I got to Mike, when I got to Mike, it expounded to understanding that if we came out in regular personnel, you know, two backs, one tight end, two receivers, moving me out, and they then put a linebacker on me, however, whatever that was. Yes. It was just that that dynamic. Every day in practice, I won that matchup. Yeah. So let's translate, put it in the game. 
every day in the game, I'm going to win that matchup. And then teams started putting DBs in the game, and then we with the same people, we then take the fullback, and we'd run a lead at that guy. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like if you put and, – and, and in many ways, it is – that's what basketball has copied, the football model. Yep. Right? And for people who don't – like let me try and explain this to you. Like what you try and get, all the other movement they do in, in basketball, we talk about you know ball and player movement. Really what you want to have is your most dynamic downhill player going against the five-man. That's it. Right? You want the biggest mismatch. And if you play small ball, now we try and beat you up inside, which is the same thing there. That's it. Right? That's all you Whereas do. if you're going to move a safety into the box, you know, or you know, if you're going to move a smaller linebacker, now we're going to run the football. That's it. That's what you do. L- literally, that that's that. The game is it. It's all about matchups. And when you know, when you understand matchups, you understand, and you can dictate. You you want to dictate coverage, and you want to dictate scheme. You make them take something away. So were you guys the greatest show on turf? You guys were the Warriors. Yes. Yes. That was. And then that was, people kind of copied the model. Of course. Yeah. What what Mike Martz did and how we did it, it became the standard for on offense. And here's what every team does now. We did it. You come out, you line up in the formation. They show you what they're going to line up in that. You shift to a different formation. They then show you what they would check to to that. You run a motion, you got them. A defense can't, they, they will not make more than two, two calls. Once, once, once you do two things, they're stuck in whatever they're in. And once you understand what that is, now you can shift, motion, and you know what they're going to, and you, you call a play based on what you know they're going to. Tory didn't get into the Hall of Fame again. I know. I know. Why? It's, it's hard. It's hard. It, it, here's the thing. When you look at, let, let's just say Andre Johnson is the receiver. Uh-huh. Can you say Tory deserved to be in over Andre? You, you can't. No. They, they but, all deserve to be in. Right, right. I, I guess, but there should be a pecking order, and he's been there longer. I think what hurts Tory is three things. One, you guys had kind of like San Francisco, an all-star team. You had Isaac Bruce. You had the best left tackle in the game. You got a Hall of Fame. So, so a little bit of it is like, are we really going to put them all in? Like, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the other part is the numbers were obscene at the time, but don't look as obscene now because the game has changed so dramatically. Right. Right? right. And then there's just the build up the backlog of wide receivers, and you're just like, all right, how do I? That's the part I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, there's, because... Tory deserves to be in. Reggie Wayne deserves to be in. Like, you, you cannot deny that those guys deserve to be in. But I can't take anyone out. I can't say this guy doesn't deserve to be there because Andre Johnson, he put in work. It's, it's not like there's a scrub. <laughs> the, the guy went in. That it's, it's not the case. But Tory deserves to be in, without a doubt. You know what's interesting is so many parts of your life would never happen today. Like, you would never get out of your hometown to come play at San Diego State. Oh, no. Ever. And then when you're at San Diego State, after your first year when you dominated college football, you would never stay there because somebody would give you a bag of money and NIL, right? And then, and even how your people forget you played for the Colts. I forgot, like, for you played for the Colts. Yeah. It's like people forget Bettis was rookie of the year with the Rams, yep. right? And then you guys, and then he switches teams and you come to the Rams and the rest. And so many things. And then the, the longevity of your career, uh, how you were able to, you know, in terms of your contracts, like all that stuff wouldn't happen today. No, no, it's it's just a different game, man. The, everything is different because of the way things are going back. I mean, even even just going back to high school like you did, LSU would not make the mistake that they made. Well, it's not just LSU, though, right? I'm just, but I'm, but I'm like talking L- about LSU, hometown. LSU wouldn't do, but again, they're like now, like, 
But Every after SAC me, school. after me, the kids coming out of New Orleans yeah. that were from, my, say, my high school or the high schools that that weren't the the Catholic high schools. Yeah. They're they're getting those kids now. They're like, oh no, nah, he can play here because of the mistake they made with me. That's crazy. They just missed. How do you miss a guy right down the road? It happens. Was it you were too small? Uh, no, nah, they they actually they wanted me to play defense, and I didn't want to play defense. But no one, and then no one else in the SEC. No, no, no. They, they didn't. It, no, check, check this out. I was, I played in my high school all star game, and I won the MVP at that game as a defensive back. I caught two interceptions and returned one for a okay. touchdown. So they they had it right. They just didn't understand. I wanted to. I wanted. Play I was better with the ball in my hand. I think you were right. I think you won that I think argument. So. I think you won that argument. <laughs> um, a lot of people talk about fighting drugs. You're trying to do something. To yeah. To, how? I'm not, I'm not fighting it. Um, I'm trying to educate people. Um, if you educate people, you help them. Uh, telling the kid, you have a kid, you say, don't do this. That's like telling them to do it. Yes. But if you educate them and you give them the information and the proper knowledge about what they're doing, because when they leave home, the streets are, they're, they're, they're going to be exposed to things. And you want them to make the best decision. And they can't make the best decision if they're not educated. So... What we're doing is um, on drugfreeworld.org, we have educated kids, we have uh, curriculum, we have uh, any, anything that you want to know about, we have the information on it. So your experience, that first experience, isn't one that kill you. Because fentanyl, is, it, it is, it's, it's crazy. And, and not to mention, and, and I don't, I'm not telling people what to do, but marijuana is legal now and microdosing is hot. Sure. <laughs> like psychedelics, it, it, there's all of these it's being said it's great for you. Yeah. I'm not saying none of that is not true. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying educate yourself and make the best decision for you. Um, I, and uh, obviously it's a, a foundation for a drug-free world. Marshall Falk joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. How much of you do you see in Christian McCaffrey? Um, a lot. I mean, that's that literally um, what Kyle is doing with him and what he's done his whole career um, – I'm, I'm like the kid like it's like watching I'm watching myself play that's literally how I feel like he does a lot of the things like a lot of the decisions that he make I'm like I would have did the exact same thing isn't literally it, isn't it interesting like you guys are he's a little smaller than you yeah but other than that right and he kind of has trained himself to model you yeah no it's it, listen if you're going to be a back and you're his size you you have to play the game the way that we played it and and, and what I, I think the part that that people don't really pay attention to it's two things when he runs the ball in between the tackles how explosive he is yeah he's falling forward and the second thing is how dynamic he is with doing the little things when he when he's not getting the ball that's the part that you pay attention to um what's more unlikely kurt's story or brock purdy's story i think they're one and the same they're they're a little bit of the, of the same, and and if if he keeps it up, it becomes more of a Brady story. If he can continue, and and here's what I'm gonna say, um, before I give him the flowers that we give Kurt, or we talk about what Brady is, he has to do something that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't do because Jimmy Garoppolo got him here. Yeah. He has to do something that Kaepernick couldn't do because exactly. Kaepernick got him here. This team, they've been here before. This is not. I'm, I'm like, hey Purdy, they've been here before, so. Beat Patrick Mahomes, and we can do we can we can celebrate you and, and revere you, but you got to go beat a dude, man. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, this is a real dude. Really? You got to beat him. 
Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes has learned to not beat himself as well. He's That's cut, it. Cut down, cut down on the mistake. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's awesome to catch up with you. Likewise, man. Let's do it on a golf course real, real soon. Looking forward to it. Thanks so much for joining me. All right, bro. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. And the team that went from being, I don't, I don't know if I want to say a laughing stock, but if you actually, I've been doing this a long time, right? So how many times have we had the post-Thanksgiving radio sports talk show saying, why are the Lions on on Thanksgiving? Now, America can't get enough of the Lions. Right, Jason Kaminda joins us. Of course, he's a fullback for uh, the Detroit Lions. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. How has this happened? How has the the narrative around the Lions changed so dramatically? It uh, it's been a process. You know, there's no doubt about that. But uh, when you bring in a guy like Dan Campbell, dude, who's a, a leader of men, a guy who is the same guy every day, um, 
who keeps us accountable at the highest level and also allows us, you know, to be ourselves and have our own swagger and, and, and you know, builds a team out of grit and builds a, a roster of guys who just love the game and, you know, want to go out there and play for each other and love each other. Uh, I think that's the result that you get. Um, you know, the, these, those, pat, those first couple of years with Dan um, – kind of character building for us went through a lot of adversity i feel like that's why this year when adversity hit us at all we, we were so built for it you know you, you saw the maturity and growth of this team uh we didn't lose many back-to-back -back games i thought which was also another um step in terms of growth as maturity as this team uh so we're excited about what we got going on man we truly are um okay uh let's start with the good uh you guys kind of pushed around san francisco for a good portion of the game yeah. And and their defense hasn't really been the same since Baltimore. But what were you guys able to do to so dominate the dominate really the first half to three quarters of the game? I think Ben just does such a good job in our run game um, of being dynamic, being very versatile, um, running a ton of personnel. I, th I thought throughout the game, Ben really kept their defense on their toes in terms of what we were going to be coming out in. You saw our Panay Sewell tight end package right. uh, that game as well. So, I mean, we just got a lot of guys who can do a lot of things and been so creative and does a really good job of being very detailed and installing so well. So I just thought we were able to keep them on their toes. and They just didn't know what they were going to get that first half and, you know, allowed us to call out of play actions and Jerry to get comfortable and, you know, us do, do those kinds of things and have explosive plays. What did they do to slow you guys down? Um, I think in the second half, I, I honestly just thought we were shooting ourselves in the foot more than anything. Um, I don't really feel like um, they were doing much to slow us down. Uh, I felt like Ben probably thought he could call whatever he wanted to, and, and it would have worked. And I felt like as an offense as a whole, that, that's kind of how we felt. So um, it was more so about, like I said, you know, eliminating our own mistakes. You know, there's a bunch of uh, narratives and storylines, you know, like, you know, Dan's fourth down calls and things yeah. of that nature. But, I mean, that's who we are. I mean, yeah, but you, I, I get that that's you are. That's who we are. But it's the playoffs. You're up 14, take the field goal, go up, make it three scores, right? I'll die, I, bro, I'll, I would die by that sword every single day. You know, because at the end of the day, that's how we got there. That's the truth. That's how we got there. You going to change who you are when you get there? Why'd you kick the field goal in the first half? Say that's who you are. Why'd you kick the field goal in the first half? I'm not Dan Campbell. I understand, but you're saying, like, well, that's who we are. Well, that's who we are. Wait, but that's I mean, we're talking about the actual decision. I can't make it. All I'm saying is when a decision like that has been made, yeah. that's a sword we've been living and dying by. That's all I'm saying. I What's the reaction to Ben coming back? I mean, turning down a head coaching job to come, come on. back. Y'all know what that means. Like, everybody knows what we got going on with Ben Johnson. Like, I don't think Ben Johnson is a secret anymore. And I think, you know, to him that to, for him to have that kind of loyalty and and to stay with us and feel like he has unfinished business, I just think that that tells you, you know, what we're growing. I I truly, truly feel in my heart that in a really crappy business, we have a building full of people that are doing everything they can to do it the right way and i think that goes a long way to players it goes a long way to free agents um when you have that transparency transparency from your coach from your gm of where you are where you stand all those kinds of things in a sport and in a business where that's not always the case um i, I think is is really what's what's separated us and and, and really um given us the culture that, that we have right now um you guys obviously beat the chiefs but you know they didn't have a couple of their guys but still you beat them in kansas city um, and it was a long time ago. Teams Away. evolved. Team, yep. Teams evolved. Teams change. Um, what do you think of this Kansas City defense, which has come together and at least shown itself lately to be pretty salty? Yeah, they, I mean, they have been uh, really all year, honestly. Um, this isn't necessarily the most explosive uh, offense that we've seen out of Kansas City no out of the past few years. So um, the defense has really been holding up their end of the bargain. Um, pass rush standpoint, I mean, they got great backers. Their DBs right now are playing super well. Um, so I, I think 
They have their challenge with the 49ers. They got some guys, no doubt about that. 49ers got a great old line, you know, but I think they've shown that every single week in, week out, they've had a great game plan and, and kind of know what they have to do. And I think they can get a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy and make him win this game. Uh, I think they'll, they'll like how things stand. Um, okay, so help me out with this. Uh, next year, Lions, yep. now you're the hunted. You're no longer the hunter. That's correct. What, what do you have to add? Right? You don't have to change. What do you have to add in order to take that kind of next step as a, as a franchise? Uh, we'll have to be even hungrier. How, but how is that? How do you get hungrier when usually when you see some success, when people start to give you respect, most teams, okay, they go and they kind of can plateau. And some teams get there and they never get back to even that conference championship game. How do you get, how do you get hungrier when you've seen success? I think because there becomes a transition between being the team that is going out every week and giving their best shot and then being the team where you know you're going to get everyone else's best shot when, when they play you. And I think that's where the transition happens is we're not under the radar anymore. You know, like you said, you know, being a hunted in that standpoint, mind you, we haven't done anything. We haven't won an NFC championship. We haven't won a Super Bowl. We haven't done anything yet. But they're aware of us. You know, they know who we are. It's more apparent who we are as a team. And I think, like I said, it's, it's about making that transition to, okay, and having that maturity of knowing that you're going to get everyone's best shot. So you've got to be on your best shit at all times. No, no question about it. Um, if you could change one thing personally about the NFC Championship game that you didn't do, you wish you would have done, what would it be? Uh, try to have no regrets, man. Did you stay out and watch the celebration? No, I didn't. I was a salty fuck. <laughs> excuse my language. No, you don't have to excuse me. We'll do I'm, we'll I'm still pop. very We're bitter good. about that. Man. Okay, so will you, too long, I'll will you, get hot. I'm starting no, to No, and the right Niners now. were there last year. They were salty yeah. about losing to the Eagles because they didn't have a quarterback healthy. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, so um, that should be the goal, to get back here next year. Yeah. Uh, only obviously won't be here. Hey, man, congrats on an unbelievable year. Thanks, man. You got Appreciate everybody's it. attention. We can't wait to see what's next. Appreciate you having me on. Stug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. And, uh, ooh, this is like Long Beach and Compton Long Beach together. We got Bama and Georgia together on, on this joint. We got Devontae Smith, who all he did was win a Heisman Trophy, and Jordan Davis, who everybody's like, dude, how did Jordan Davis fall that far in the draft? Then he goes and dominates in the National Football League. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing yeah? Good. Um, how much of being around this – let me start with, with you, Devontae. How much of being around this makes you want to get back to this place? Uh that's always the goal, man. That's always the goal. You never want to, you know, come up short. And um, at the end of the day, if that's not the goal, then why are you doing it? What is this game like? I mean, the game is the game. It's more so all the media stuff that you do for two weeks before it. But is the game like, look, you played at the very highest level in college, and obviously you played in big games. Once the kickoff starts, is it just like any football game, or did it feel different? Nah, it was just in the game. Yeah? If you could do one thing different from last year, what would it be in the game? Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> it, it was so it was so many things that you know could have could have changed the outcome. It's it's hard to just. It was so life. close. I yeah. mean, it was so it was so close, and it's one of those. And I'm sure you hate hearing this. You guys played so well. Like, yeah, we didn't win the game, though. Yeah. Right? Like, they don't actually. Uh, Jordan, what about you? Now you had a couple. You had a little bit to reflect on your first year. Uh, how would you characterize it? Uh. It fell short. It fell short. Um, we just had to go back out there and do better. What happened? Like, you guys, you're 10-1, and one, okay? And everybody's like, well, they're not playing great. 
but they're going to find they're going to find themselves and they're going to start dominating even though you were 10 and 1. What happened? Just got to win the games. Got to win. Uh, we didn't put any game together. We didn't win. We didn't execute how we wanted to. So uh, we just fell short of the standard. Had to go back out there and then fix that. Devontae, what about what about what about for you? What what changed for you guys where last year everything went right? Uh, right. Just couldn't find a way to stop the bleeding. Like he said, we we never put together a complete game. It was always one side of the ball carrying the other. Um, whether it was defense carrying offense, offense carrying defense. Um, you know, we never truly put together that that one complete game, and you know. That's hard to do in this league. You can only get so far doing that. Yeah. Plus, and you're the hunted, not the hunter, right? Everybody yeah. was, everybody was, everybody was, was coming at you. Um, let, let me ask. Saban retired. Obviously, you won a Heisman Trophy playing for him. You won everything playing for him. Um, what made him special as a coach, as a guy who saw such success playing under him? Um, I would say him teaching you how to be a man rather than just a football player. Um, things off the field. You know, your daily life, how to treat people, um, the way you go about stuff, you know, business things and things like that. Um, with him, it was more than just football. Uh, Jordan, for you, obviously, you're part of an unbelievable run, right? And the dogs are still good this year. It wasn't like they were bad. They just weren't as good as, as, you, as you guys. What's it like to go from playing where you guys dominated every week, you had better players than most of the teams, and you just smacked around college football, even the national championship game, too, now everybody's got dudes, right? When you're in the NFL, everybody's got players. What's that transition like? Just uh, realizing that you have to do a little bit more than everybody else. Uh, you got to be a little bit better than, you know, everybody's good here. You have to make sure that you set yourself up. But you had such early success, right? And I almost wonder if that was a hard thing because you were like, this is easy. <laughs> nah, man. This is um, this is the NFL, man. You know, every week, it's any given week, you got to bring an A game every week. Um, you're not going to go out there and dominate everybody. You're not going to go out there and, uh, you know, they got, they're going to scheme. You know, these are the teams, too. They get paid for that. So uh, at the end of the day, you just have to make sure that you keep working so you can set yourself apart. All right. Uh, let, let's ask. You guys are here on behalf of Bounty. And so Bounty, every time we have somebody from Bounty, they put these beautiful, they got barbecue wings. And looks like, what do we think those are? Uh, medium wet? Is that what we got? A little medium wet? So so let me start with you, Jordan Davies. I'm, uh, what's your wing order? Uh it's a 15 piece, sweet chili. Um, you go all flats? I mean, now you're in the nah, league, you can go all flats if you want. It doesn't matter. I just get the whole mix. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, in a ranch, gotta have ranch. You gotta have ranch? Yep. Do you even mess around with the vegetables? Or are you just like, I, I just want to. Sometimes. You eat celery? Yeah. Leave the carrots to somebody else? Yeah. D, what about you? Uh, 10 piece lemon pepper. Lemon peppers, well, I was saying. Well done. Well done? Yeah. You like them really, really crispy? Gotta have it. Now, do you do all flats or do you, you don't care? It don't matter to me. Okay, and then you knock it down with what? What do you drink when you knock down some wings? Probably some lemonade. Some lemonade? Sweet tea. Sweet tea. How sweet? Like like southern sweet tea where it's like, ooh. Diabetes. Diabetes. Diabetes level sweet tea. Actually, that would be a great name. I'm not sure if like, people would think it's appropriate, but like Devontae Smith's diabetes sweet, diabetes-inducing sweet tea. It's a lot to put on a packaging. <laughs> and then, of course, you got to clean it up. you got to clean it up with some bounty. Are you going to watch the game? Of course. All right. Now the Niners they they talked a lot of they talked some trash last year. Like, man, we had a quarterback, we would have been there. So, are you rooting for the Chiefs? I don't care who wins. You don't care. It ain't going to benefit me in no way. Um, okay. How about this? The one thing about the Super Bowl that you know, having played in it, other dudes don't know. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Bad boy, isn't he? Yeah. 
Uh, he's a he's a bad. I don't know how he does it. And now, like this year, he's kind of played it safe. Like they didn't even score in the AFC Championship game in the second half. He just kind of played it safe. Played that defense. Right. He's a he's a bad boy. Uh, toughest dude you went against this year. Hard to choose. Hard to choose. Hard to choose. Okay. Hard to choose. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing you guys back here next year when we can't interview you because you're getting ready for the Super Bowl. In the meantime, uh, enjoy this weekend. Enjoy a little victory lap from still awesome season as well. And thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate, Appreciate it. It's Doug show here on Fox Sports Radio. And, uh, man, I love having this guy on because um, I remember when he played at San Diego State. Yeah. I remember my brother reaching out to me and going like, hey, man, um, you need to talk to my boy Akbar. He's going to be a star in the media. Oh, wow. And uh, we had, I had no idea he would become this level of star. Uh, joining us on behalf of Experian, Akbar Bajabamilia joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, this has been an incredible whirlwind for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. You know, it really has. Uh, every time I, I sit around and I kind of, I try not to get too familiar with blessings, you know. Um, you know, I think about, you know, a short NFL career. I'm looking back, you know, three shows um, across different platforms, Ninja Warrior, NBC, The Talk, CBS, uh, Fight to Survive, Roku. And I'm like, man, like, praise God. Like, it's, it's, it's a true blessing. So, and, and it's not lost it, on me, you it know. It is and it is. I mean, like, look, dude, you work really hard. You're really good. You're great with people. You know, which yeah. is what, what the business is as much about, but right? You, I mean, I think you also know, too, in this climate, too, a lot of times the people that get rewarded for former athletes transitioning are the guys who had the great career. I mean, if you Google my stats, you're going to be like, oh, whoa, how did yeah, that happen? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, right? yes and no. You, you know I, I actually, I, I think there are people that skip steps that get those opportunities. Yep. But they oftentimes, they peter out because they already have a bunch of money. Right. And they don't really need it. Right. Right? right. Whereas, I mean, like, Acho's a guy. He didn't yeah. have a big career, right, right. and he's been. And you look throughout broadcasting. I mean, Strahan obviously is the exception. Yeah, right. Sure. Hall of Famer, great, right. and then great at what he does. Right. But for the most part, a lot of guys that have used a sports career. I used a sports career yep. to get into this. Yep. Used a sports, sports career, career to get yep. it, to yep. get into it. I think because we were, uh, what do the kids say, mid. You can't just say, you can't preface it by saying what the kids say because they didn't. Well, it, I, it, I didn't want to, I don't want to be like, man, yeah, like, it was a little mid. Because we, 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 we were mid. Yeah. Well, like, I was I, mid. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, because we're mid. Like, we have that intense desire yeah. to use the work ethic we learned in sports in this. Yeah, work ethic and not accepting no, right? Because totally. you just keep pushing forward. So, um, so yeah, man. So it's it's been it's been crazy and super grateful for the relationships that I've had throughout, you know, all the different platforms as well. Um, so it's been it's been cool. It it, it yeah. has it has been cool. Tell me about experience because I know this this thing is actually really really important. Yeah, it is. It's super important because you know I think everybody you know you talked about your kids, my kids. I think everybody's feeling the impact of everything going up. Inflation, cost of living, cost of goods. No matter where you go, you're going like, man, it costs. It used to be, you know, you could try to get away with a cheap meal <laughs> with the family, you know, maybe try to, you know, under a hundred bucks. Now, every time I take my kids out, it's like, man, it's 200 bucks. I go out for a cup of coffee. I'm thinking $5 can get me a long way. I need 10 bucks to get out of, you know, a coffee shop with, with some coffee. And so, but when you look at that and you start to overspend, that it can 
can negatively impact your credit because now all of a sudden you're spending more than you should, right? And now you've, you're keeping a higher balance. What Experian is doing, Experian has Experian Boost. It is giving you credit for paying for things and boosting your credit for paying for things you normally pay for, a la your streaming services or you think about the, your utilities bills. We all have utilities, right? And so now you're getting credit for that. They've created an ecosystem. I have it right here. They've created an ecosystem now with the Experian Smart Money Digital Checking Account. And all you have to do is set up a checking account with Experian, and then you can take all of those things that we talked about that you're paying for, utilities, streaming services, you can take that opportunity to boost your credit score. That gives you flexibility and maneuverability financially to be able to continue to improve your lifestyle. Uh, I want to ask you, because you've done the talk, yep. because so that I actually love the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing from yeah, this standpoint. I love it. I'm a new Swifty. I, I, I'm not even going to lie. I wasn't a Swifty before. I'm a Swifty now. I love it. Why? Because I love a great romance story. I love a great, you know, people want to hate on it, but I think it's the same reason people hate on the Kansas City Chiefs and, you know, and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I'm tired of seeing this. This is whatever. I'm like, what's the big deal? Like, well, I love just, it. I, I See, I, I, love, I love the fact that kind of like you and I use sports – to give us our financial yep. uh, standing the rest of our lives. Yep. He's using sports for that, but also to riz up like like the uh, – come on, man. Okay, okay. We I went just riz told and we you, went mid. And, I, we went I, riz I and, say, mid. and you didn't say – you didn't say but, like the kids say. Yeah, but but adults, adults say riz as well. No, right? no, no. That's, that, that's Okay, let's, uh, I'm, I, we're not going to date ourselves. Uh, okay. I'm going to let that one go. Okay. You said riz. Go but ahead. He de- but to, to – um, um, I mean, my boys – would say to holler at a girl. Holler? Right? Yep. She just hollers. Like, he didn't just go for a beautiful chick. He went for the biggest female yeah. star and give him on props. earth. And he, he got, now yeah. then she starts going to his game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You got to give him props. Taylor Swift, I'm sure that the NFL and the CBS are going to be covering. Yeah. And they're going to have a dedicated Taylor camera. Cam. Yeah, Taylor Cam. On her private jet coming from Tokyo. Right, you do know that the government shuts down the airspace around the Super Bowl, right? You do know they're going to give her special permission to fly in because the airport and the stadium are right next to each other. They're going to give her special permission to fly in for the Super Bowl. They're going to have the cam and making her way into the stadium. This is beautiful. This is great for football. But more importantly, I'm happy. If one of the homies at the house, right, for all those listening, for one of the homies at the house, and you see, oh, man, he got him a bad one, right? Like, you're going to be happy for him. You're going to be like, man, oh, man, she's beautiful. Oh, man, she's smart. She's got it going. Oh, man, she's got it. You're going to be happy. Why can't everyone just be happy for Taylor Swift and Travis what we, Kelsey? What we do, we just, we, we like we to just, hate like, like, and, 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 and But here's the thing, though, and this is a big thing for when you do the entertainment side of things. Yeah. Can you tell producers to not validate randoms on X? You know, it's like, well, set, so fans don't like, like, who cares what somebody on <laughs> yeah, X says? Yeah, right, 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 right. right. Like, who, who cares? I'm like, I don't care what they say. Well, stop. Well, you, but you can, but the, my point is, like, on social media, you can find somebody to hate on anybody. Everybody, yeah. Right? Like, you can go, Akbar Bajmi saved 
10 kittens from sheer death. Right. And you'll find some comments he'll like, say, you know. How come he didn't do it for a dog? Yeah, well, it was yeah, like, he, he well, yeah, 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 or he's probably going to do it. In, he just wanted to do it for attention for American Ninja Warriors. Yeah, yeah, like, right, right. Or I just saved kittens. Yeah, right. right. Like, you know what? My son, my oldest son put me up on game about that whole culture. And this is true. They only put out negative comments, A, because that it's in them but really because they're trying to get attention. Sure. So they want other people to comment in or like them or click on their page to find out who is this bum that is you know, giving all these negative comments. They do it for attention, period, and it's turned into this whole toxic culture of commenting. Like, it's a great love story. When did America not like a great love story? I love great love stories. Look, as a young kid, I'm going to say it. Yeah, I'm saying it, and hopefully I'll boost up my creds with, the, with the, a lot of the people out there. I grew up watching Pretty Woman. It's a love story. No doubt. Okay? It's a love story, and I loved it, and I watched it all the she time w- during the summer. Right. She was a prostitute, right? Oh, why you got to say it like I that? I mean, she was. <laughs> well, that's the storyline. Right. Yes. That, is, yes. that, that, that is, is the storyline. But this is, Holly- this is Hollywood. This is Hollywood, baby. What's your dream, baby? <laughs> What's your dream? <laughs> you watched it, too. Of course you I've seen it. Pretty Woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one, it's like one of the great rom-coms of all time, yeah, oh right? Oh, my goodness. I do. I got my rom-com. Work it, work it, work it, girl. What's the coolest thing about being you? Uh, the coolest thing about being me is being a father for, I'm not saying that uh, just, you know, loosely, is like I really enjoy, enjoy that. You know, I think about, I was like, as a young kid, I thought about being a superstar athlete and all this other kind of stuff. But, you know, the challenges and the good things that come with being a parent and being a father is, is pretty amazing. Um, yeah, that, that, that's probably the that's probably the, the, the best part of being me, being that's, a father. That's, yeah. that, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Again, again, remember, uh, you can download the free Experian app. To learn more, okay, of course, is host of the talk on CBS, American Ninja Warrior, and one of People Magazine's sexiest man. Hey, hey can, can I can I use my new card here to you pay can. to pay for for your your Riz? Yes. Can I can I pay nice. for your Riz? Well, man? If you have if you have yeah, good credit yeah, yeah, yeah. and you got a card, yeah, yeah, you, and got, you got good Riz, me, you know, and you're good looking, <laughs> you kind of got it going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get you the experienced Smart Money Digital checking account. All right. I appreciate. All it. Right, Thanks, Thank you. I appreciate it. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. And let's welcome in KJ Osborne and, and Kirk Cousins, who join us on behalf of Bounty. Um, KJ, what's it like to get a chance to do this tour with, like, America's favorite right. dad? <laughs> right. <laughs> what's that, That's good. What's that, I like that. What's that like? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, I get to spend every day with him in the facility, man. I, I, I love it. So, you know, everybody else, they just got the little Netflix series, you know, a little snippet of it. But uh, this is my guy, man. This is my wingman. Perfect. And, uh, you know, I, I love it. I love it. How was this year for you? It was good, man. It was good. You know, obviously, you know, we faced a lot of adversity as a team, but, you know, I still think we were able to, you know, prevail and, you know, work through some things, um, you know, with the, with the opportunities that we had. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm gearing up for, for next season for, to be my best yet. Kirk, you were on your way to throw him for 6,000 yards. <laughs> like 6,000 yards was oh, – I, I mean, would it have happened? I don't know. But it was it was yeah. there. It yeah. was there for you. Yeah. Um, what What is that feeling like to your, – you know, your body lets you down. Oh, yeah. What's that like? Well, I, I, this is my first surgery in my whole life, so I had stayed healthy. So it wasn't like, uh, oh, I've walked this path before. For me, this was this is a first time. What will this be like? And, you know, three months in now to my rehab, it's been a positive process of the rehab, and, and you know, everything's been, been great. But the hard part was Sundays, sitting around and watching, and I'd go to bed on Sunday night with kind of an empty feeling that I, I wasn't where I was supposed to be today, and then watching, you know, teammates go out there and feeling like maybe you could have helped uh, it's not a great feeling, but um, it was what God's plan was for this year, and you got to roll with it. Now, 
Have you gotten back to doing the walks with your wife? Was it Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday oh, yeah. walks? Yeah, we, that's very good, Doug. You really did watch the show. Yeah, we <laughs> uh, we try to do that, and uh, it's good good family time, and uh, we have our routines. So uh, she's here with me this week, and, and we're enjoying ourselves in uh, in Vegas, just kind of seeing the sights. Um, by the way, Bounty, with, with, with your kids, like this is a great partnership. Yeah, we you. say oh, you yeah, can't have sure. you can't have football without these wings, yeah. and you really can't have wings without Bounty. Without Bounty, man. And we feel like napkins are uh, – you know, kind of old school. Old you got to bounty paper towels <laughs> are where it's at, especially yeah. if you're hosting a Super Bowl party this week. You got to have the bounty. You know, we host a lot of parties at our house with my wife, and it's like, you know, we can never have enough paper towel, right. especially, especially with, with young kids. kids. So especially you know? with paper yeah. towels. Honestly, the paper towels are such a money thing to have, yeah. right? Because changer, right? Because you can, you can, you can. I mean, like use them, throw them away, and um, and I, I mean, I use them as napkins a lot. I was my thinking house, of the napkins right? for spills, yes. cleaning up. It's yes. like all purpose. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, hey, what? How does? What is it about Kyle? Yeah. That that is different and unique that the rest of the league is copying. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. honestly like his system, which is part of his dad's system, is he's got like the new age Bill Walsh, right? People are taking pieces of it so. and they want to copy it like the West Coast offense. So. What is it about the offense that, that works? Well, it's no one thing. I, I think it goes back to you know '95 when Mike Shanahan showed up in Denver and the system they built there with Alex Gibbs and and the run game, and then from there taking it to Houston with Gary Kubiak and Kyle Shanahan getting hired as a young coach, having been with John Gruden in Tampa, and Kyle having that experience with Gruden to kind of bring some of that into the system. And, and then, you know, they had a ton of success with Matt Schaub and Andre Johnson, who just got announced as a Hall of Famer, and then he carried that to Washington, and then you know, that ran its course, so he went to Cleveland, Atlanta. But just seeing how it's evolved, how he's always pushed the envelope, and he has a vision for what he wants to do, and he goes and does it. He has a vision for who he wants to draft, who he wants to bring in free agency, who he wants to trade for. He gets the right pieces in. He's got his staff that he's been with for a long time that, that he trusts, they trust him, and it's clearly working. KJ, um, you guys play for a coach who's a former quarterback. Right. How does that change not just the play calling but the this is the feel of the offense. Personally, I love it. I love it. So, you know, my, my first, what, two years, we had a defensive head coach, so it was a little different. So, you know, when I, when I came in, this offensive head coach, you know, KO, you know, he's a he's a very smart football mind. He wants to throw the ball. We're, we're switching formations, you know, uh, you know, in and out, and, you know, we're just creating all these, you know, creative plays, you know, ways to get open, shifts, motions. Uh, you know, it's very exciting, you know. So the offensive meetings, you know, especially when when third down comes, you know, we always know to, to get your notepads out because, you know, it could, <laughs> it could be some sauce in there, but uh, we, we, we yeah. love it. We love it. I mean, you're catching balls from four different guys this right, year. That's, right. a, that's a challenge, it was, right? It, 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 oh, was, it was very different. It was, it was very different. Um, you know, one thing it – it helped me to, to cherish, you know, when you, when you got your guy. You know, there's 32 starters in the NFL, and, you know, every one of those guys that, that are out there are special, and they're, they're out there for a reason. And, you know, when you got four different guys, you know, it, it, can, be a, it can be a challenge. Um, Kirk, there's been a lot of talk of what you want for your next deal, what, how you want it to look like. What's the truth to it? What are you really looking for? Uh, obviously, winning is winning is kind of the end game. That's what it's about. Do you feel like that you can win? Is, is winning go. the is winning your best chance? And so that's really what it boils down to. How you get there is a lot of different ways, but uh, but that's part of it. And it's tough because we're both free agents, you right. know? So it's right. and and you got and, and all the talk of Justin as well, right? Like yeah, all, all yeah. you guys, there's a lot, and, and it's a good problem to have. You know, when you have players you're picking from that are in your stable, and and you can keep as many as you can make work. That's a good problem. You'd rather have that than having to go look elsewhere to find talent because you don't have any in your stable. So. Uh, they're in a good problem to have. You know, every team has a problem, and, and uh, we'll just see how it all works out. Level of confidence that you'll both be wearing purple next year. We got to get to March. You know, it's right. February right now. We're right. a little early. <laughs> you can't give me a percentage? <laughs> a early. I, I literally, no literally have not had a conversation with anybody about it because 
it doesn't happen yet. They're yeah. still in Super Bowl mode, Senior Bowl mode, gathering information. It's really a combine and beyond deal. Yeah. And so I have no more information now than I had when the season ended because it's just not that time yet. It's more right. of a March conversation. If I were to come on your show in March, we could probably talk more. Okay, then we're booking you in March. <laughs> we're booking March. March there 15th, you are, you are booked. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be a percentage this, this is my first time around, so I'm, I'm learning. They can franchise, franchise <laughs> tag you. You can't I'm, do I'm, anything. I'm I'm tag, 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 you're it. Tag, you're it. Then you can do it again next year. My thanks to Bounty and thanks to you guys. You guys did have a spectacular season, especially considering all the different things. A lot of curveballs. And and that division's going to be a beast next year, as as, no as we know. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Thanks, Doug. Good to man. see you. Thanks. All right, that's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Have yourself a great weekend. Super Bowl, obviously, is uh, upcoming on Sunday. I don't know. I, like, I feel like under and Chiefs, under and Chiefs, just I find it hard to pick against a team that has been here now four times, a quarterback who's been here four times, a coach who's been here five times. And um, we've seen Shanahan be here, but most of this team has not. And I just, I don't know, the, uh, the trust I have that Pat Mahomes will pull a rabbit out of his backside is greater than anything else. Give me the Chiefs and the under. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.